you know that I like to travel with my family. If you look up bedtime history on YouTube, you'll find some of our travel videos. Along with all of our history videos, be sure to check them out. I'll also link to our travel videos in the show description. To me, it's always thrilling to visit a new place and be totally out of my element. The language might be different, the customs usually are, along with the buildings and landscapes. Now that our kids are growing up, we've been venturing out more, and today I want to tell you about a recent adventure we had with our son and the history of this special place. I'll start off by giving you some clues. This place is mostly made up of rainforests, which are one of the most wet, biologically diverse places in the world. In this country, there are so many species of animals packed into one place, it makes up 5% of all the species in the world. It's home to 800 different kinds of birds, 1,200 different trees, and 1,300 different species of butterfly. Can you guess the name of this country? If you guess Costa Rica, you're right. When Christopher Columbus landed there around 500 years ago, he named it Costa Rica, which means rich coast. The people living there at the time wore gold around their necks, so he assumed it was rich in gold. But little did he know it was rich in many other ways that didn't involve precious metals. When our kids turned 10, we started a tradition where we take them somewhere new and interesting. We took my oldest daughter to Washington, D.C. to see all of the sights there. Then my next oldest daughter to New York City. For my son, we'd been interested in exploring Central America anyway, and had never been to a rainforest, so we chose Costa Rica. We spent months leading up to the trip, planning how we'd get there, where we'd stay, and what we would do. Mostly my wife. She's the travel planner. And my son and I spent lots of time watching videos about Costa Rica and researching rainforests and the plants and animals that inhabit them. We were astounded by all the amazing things we learned about rainforests. We knew they were important to life on Earth, but came away from our research with a greater appreciation for these amazing places. I also wanted to document everything we did there and what we learned, so I made sure I found some better camera equipment, learned how to use it, and when we returned, started making videos about our trips so I could share our adventures with you. I'll link to our first video about our journey on a sloth trail in La Fortuna. Be sure to check it out. But to give you more history about Costa Rica, go ahead and close your eyes and take your imaginations back 20 million years ago when planet Earth was a very different place. Did you know at the time the continents of North and South America were separated by the ocean? Water flowed between them. Animals and plants developed separately on these continents with no contact with each other. Then around this time, an amazing event happened. The tectonic plates beneath the Atlantic and Pacific Oceans pushed together and exploded up out of the ocean to form volcanoes that spewed forth lava. Over three million years, the lava from these volcanoes flowed and cooled to form a narrow neck of land connecting North and South America. This land became a bridge between two continents, and the effects of this bridge were dramatic. Now water couldn't flow between the continents. It had a major impact on the weather and rerouted the ocean currents. Also, the animals of North and South America could now meet each other. It was like a big intercontinental animal party. 
Today, animals like the porcupine, possum, and armadillo all came from the south, and bears, cats, dogs, and horses came from the north. What also happened is as animals crossed this new land bridge, they kind of liked Costa Rica. It had rainforests with lots of fresh water, the weather was warm, and best of all, the seasons never changed. It was wet and warm all year round. The conditions were perfect for animals to stay, and many of them did. And with it, they adapted and changed. It's one reason there's so many varieties of birds, butterflies, frogs, and so many other animals in Costa Rica today. Millions of years later, humans found this region, now known as Costa Rica. They liked that it was wet and warm and had lots of fruits and animals. They hunted animals and gathered food from the trees and ground and eventually started farming. These indigenous people traded with the Mayans and other large civilizations and became very talented at shaping gold and making gold and jade jewelry. They also carved huge stone spheres that you can still see today. When Columbus and the Spanish arrived in 1502, they were seeking for land and gold, but they didn't find any and set up settlements in Costa Rica. Sadly, due to disease and the Spaniards' hunger for gold and other resources, the indigenous people were treated horribly and many did not survive. Over the years, the power of the Spanish Empire weakened and Costa Rica became its own independent nation. But because it was a good place to grow coffee beans, bananas, and pineapples, other countries still wanted to run large companies in Costa Rica. Slowly but surely, the Costa Rican people took back power, and now most of these companies that grow coffee beans and other crops are owned by local people. Over the years, there were many conflicts over who should run the government, but in 1948, after a civil war, José Figueres Ferrer became the new president. He helped draft a constitution that gave Costa Ricans the right to vote, including women, and made education available to everyone. He did many things to help set Costa Rica on the path of freedom and stability. To this day, Costa Rica is one of the safest and most stable countries in Latin America, where the people are free to vote and a president and legislature run the country similar to other free societies and governments around the world. This is one reason so many people travel to Costa Rica and also invest in business there. Thanks to the volcanic soil from the time it formed millions of years ago, Costa Rica has become a tropical and beautiful place thick with rainforests. These rainforests grow hundreds of feet into the air and cover the country from coast to coast. But at one time, some believed it was better to grow crops and have cattle ranches cover Costa Rica instead of rainforests. The ranchers and plantation owners started burning and chopping down large sections of the rainforest to make way for grass for the cattle and fields for their crops they wanted to plant. But many people in Costa Rica saw this as bad for the future of their country. What would this do to the diverse animal life? What effects would removing all of the rainforests have on their climate and rainfall? Decisions were made by the government and people to stop removing trees, also called deforestation, and instead explore other ways for their country to be prosperous and earn money. This brings us to our next story about a married couple from California named George and Harriet Powell. George and Harriet had just graduated from college and were interested in exotic ecosystems like rainforests and how rainforests affect the rest of the earth. 
So they packed up their bags and traveled from California all the way down to Costa Rica to investigate the rainforests there. They were amazed at the beauty of these forests and what they do for the earth. Trees have the amazing ability to pull carbon dioxide out of the air and use it to grow. They use carbon dioxide and water and sunlight to grow and then release oxygen, both of which are good for the atmosphere and humans all over the earth. These trees are also part of a rain cycle in Costa Rica. So the rain comes down on the trees, the trees use some of the water and then send it back up into the sky, which creates more rain in a process called transpiration. Pretty awesome, right? Well, George and Harriet observed this, but also saw all of the trees being burned and cut down to make way for fields. They met the local people and talked about some of the problems this deforestation would cause. And they agreed. With the help of locals, the government, and people all over the world, a preserve was created in the region of Monte Verde, and over time more and more preserves were created to save these rainforests across Costa Rica and plant seeds for new forests. Preserves are great because they're a way for Costa Rica to earn money when people come to visit. This is called ecotourism. So people visit, stay in the hotels, hike through the forests, and do other activities, and the people there are able to make a living off this instead of crops that would require them to clear the forests. Another great story about the saving of rainforests took place in Monteverde. When one of the biologists working in Costa Rica was visiting Sweden, she took the time to talk to a group of children about the threats to the rainforests. Together, these children decided to start raising money to help the rainforests. Eventually, others saw what these Swedish children were doing and decided to help. Over time, they raised more than $2 million to buy land in Costa Rica to make sure it stayed safe. Today, this land is called Bosque Eterno de los Niños, the children's eternal rainforest, and is one of the largest preserves in the country. We got to visit this forest, learn more about its plants and animal life, and meet the director, who told us all about its history. Isn't it amazing that a group of school children could do such a big thing and make that kind of difference? When we visited Costa Rica, we saw some pretty amazing wildlife. This included colorful birds and frogs. If you watch our video, you'll see a red-eyed tree frog, which is bright green and very beautiful. We also saw sloths high up in the trees, which move slowly to find food. Other animals in Costa Rica are armadillos, anteaters, bats, and big cats such as jaguars and cougars. It also has crocodiles, iguanas, lizards, and some of the most colorful and exotic snakes in the world. While we were there, we were able to experience firsthand the wonder that are the rainforests that make the world a better place for everyone living in it. We also learned that the people there are able to generate most of their power using hydroelectric power, which means power from water because of the large amounts of rainfall. This is one reason it was important for them to protect their forests. We were also able to see some of the volcanoes that contributed to the landmass that is now Costa Rica, some of which are still active. One of the best parts was just spending time with the people who live there. We met the owner of one of the trails and forests, Giovanni Bogarin, who was funny and made jokes while telling us about the history of his trail. Our local tour guides were very helpful and friendly. Today, 5 million people live in Costa Rica. They speak Spanish and call themselves Ticos, being a mix of Latin, European, and Caribbean ancestry. Research has shown them to be some of the happiest people on the planet, and they use a phrase, pura vida, which means pure life. 
They believe life should be experienced and joyful and lived to the fullest. We spent hours driving through their villages, spread throughout the beautiful countryside. If you get the chance, we highly recommend visiting this wonderful place. You can also learn more about it online. There are lots of great documentaries and videos out there. And we recommend our video in the show description. As you learn more about rainforests and their importance to the earth and its environment, as you learn more about rainforests and their importance to the earth and its environment, also consider donating to one of the many foundations that help save the rainforests there. Thanks for listening to this episode about Costa Rica, and be sure to tune in next Monday for a new episode. <laughs>